Hey, grasshopper. How you doing? We've all been there. We've all been where you are. Oh, man, this is bringing me back. I think one thing that I should almost do is go back and just show everyone what I was doing in 2012. Uh, I love Strava. I think it's a great platform. It's amazing to engage with so many different people, athletes from around the world. But people see what athletes who have been doing this for 10 plus years are doing, and they want to do that in year two let alone year three. And I get it. I mean, I remember when I was in my third year and I thought I was super serious and I was like, I'm training. You just haven't been able to put the time in. And I don't mean the time as in hours per week. I just mean the lifetime of pedaling. I was thinking today, actually, not even about this podcast, but I was thinking I bet my best years when I'm 45. Because if you look at the best riders in the world, Let's say, I mean, how many guys are 28 to 30 and just big, rock-solid powerhouses? They've been riding their whole life. But let's say seriously since maybe 16 years old. I think that's safe to say. Even when we said 18. Okay, so 12 years in. I'm 12 years in of serious training, but I'm older. So I would say give myself... Five more years of serious training. That'll be my peak. So I've got five years day in and day out to make the most of it. And I had an athlete. And if this guy listens to it, this isn't a diss. This is, I'll read you the comments. This is perspective. New to training with power. We started three months ago. So yeah, just scratching the surface. If you listen to guys like Jim Miller from USA Cycling, if you listen to Trevor Connor from Fast Labs, People that are on podcast, these guys are on podcast saying this, you know, they've both said before, you can't make somebody faster in a year. Trevor gets a little more granular saying, you know, he wants to work with an athlete for at least two years. The first year is getting rid of bad habits, laying the foundation of good habits. Like, and that's what I, so this guy, brand new to power, the first few rides are always like, hey, just go ride, just go record some things. Let's just see how you, I wanted to see how he naturally rode. I said, try to ride endurance. Um, I told him to just do a five-minute test at, you know, don't give him any wattage because we don't really even know his FTP. Um, does his endurance ride, start to get a feel for it. You know, had him do some lactate clearance stuff just to have him get in the mindset of how to execute intervals. How do you execute a tempo ride? Like going back to basics, right? And he's a mountain biker. So two of the days we spend on the trails, one day just being fast, other day working on technique. So I'm looking through here to make sure I'm not missing any of these rides. Uh, experiment some, with some high torque real briefly just to see how his body felt with that. Um, and then doing some threshold intervals. And I love when I say endurance two to four hours, he goes like, four hours and 10 minutes. So the dude likes to ride his bike. He has a super demanding job where he's on his feet a lot. So one thing that I'm constantly harping on him is sleep, 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 sleep. Um, this Sunday today said I had to ease into this one. I was a little tired from yesterday's ride and I had to do a bunch of yard work afterwards, but this was some great heat training. 
I really should probably up the wattage on these longer rides, but I'm really, again, learning how to pace myself and keep it going for four hours. Um, and actually, sorry, that's the wrong, that's the wrong, <laughs> that's the wrong ride. That was today. Um, he was a little tired from this ride. I was like, wait a minute, this, these comments don't seem to be making sense and I'm not going to start this podcast over. Uh, okay, Saturday. And it was a trails speed ride, hitting the local loop that he's been working on focus going fast and then I wanted a couple six to ten minute efforts um he goes just tired legs today and the body I'm not really sure why I just didn't have the same energy as I did a few days ago oh well the funny thing is I got several PRs in Strava and one was a top 10 I don't know why wasn't really going for it I was just trying to get those strong six to ten minute intervals in but again, it just felt harder today. The trails were a bit of a mess due to the rain and bad weather, but I made the best of it. I just got to keep working at this. I keep reminding myself that I've only been following your program for less than three months, and I just need to keep at it and not get impatient and enjoy the process. And I'm like, okay, so it's hard to gauge PRs because the guy just got a power meter, but he's progressively getting better at executing the intervals. He's obviously constantly setting PRs, but it's like it's PRs from the past three months. And he's getting better at one of the things was, hey, there's like local guys on this loop. I'm learning to follow their line and increase, decrease my time, increase my speed. So like guys getting better by being not, not by any magic that I do, by I'm helping him be cognizant of how to ride smarter. That's what a lot of this is. Optimize your training, spend the time doing the right things, right? You know, it'll be interesting to more look back at Power PRs next season. Just, we just, I mean, I'm not going to blow smoke at somebody for getting a PR when they've had a power meter for three months. Like, well, yeah, hopefully you should be setting PRs a, a lot. The thing is, I'm like, dude, three months in terms of training, like real actual training, you're in pre-K and that's not a diss. That's just where you're at. Like you probably won't be in grade one, first grade until next season. So I, you know, and I sold him that. I said, top 10, AO, that's nice work. Maybe the tired body made you focus more on being smooth and fast. That's actually kind of interesting. But yeah, there will be days that the body just feels off. That's 100% normal. And you have a really demanding job physically with tons of driving and a lot of time on your feet. So it can totally catch up. But man, three months just scratching the surface. I told him about Trevor and Jim. And then I really think... I don't, I don't really agree with those guys. I think you can make somebody faster in, I think six months is reasonable, but it's again, it's what's Trevor saying. I'm just helping you focus. I'm helping you do the sessions that we think are going to be the best for you for the events that you're doing. You can't do everything. If we could dump every possible, if we could have everybody do every possible training session, that would be amazing. Uh, but you can't. So you have to figure out, I think that's, Somebody asked me, actually, damn, I don't even know if I ever made the, uh, I got to check the calendar. I never made that video about my, uh, I don't know why I want to use the word heuristic, like what my framework is for coaching. But a guy one time said, hey, what are you good at? I was like, oh, that's an interesting question. Like, and I think the thing I am good at is just that that I'm talking about before, helping people understand what they need to do because It's so interesting when people first come in the door and you ask them what they're good at, what they're bad at. Sometimes based on the watts and how they perform, like you dig a little deeper and they're, they're 
actually incorrect about that. And I guess it's not that crazy to think of because when I initially was seeing myself more as like a time trialist, FTP type guy, I always told people like, oh, I suck going anaerobic. I actually have a pretty big FRC. So it's just that it's something that I like doing less and I'm not as good at it as time trialing type efforts, but I'm definitely not bad at it. So we, we have a bias in our head on what we're good at based on what we like and I think also what we are the best at, but not necessarily just when we're ranking what we're good at, if that makes sense. So and I think pl- how to help athletes place workouts together, I'm good at that, but really it's more a lot of times too, helping athletes understand what not to do. So anyways, enough of me telling you what I'm good at. Marsha, 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 I think... The thing for this podcast is remember, like, (laughs) this guy's three months in. If you're three years in and you want to be your best, you are nowhere close. And the other thing is, and hell, it doesn't have to be coached with me. If you have never been coached or you have only been self-coached, I guarantee you're leaving performance on the table. No doubt. Because you're just... It is really hard. I pause because I, I think of myself as an athlete. I think of Patrick as an athlete. I think of Craig, Josh, these guys that coach and are athletes. And I, I didn't add Alex's name because I haven't looked through a ton of Alex's files. I don't know Alex as an athlete as much as I do as a coach. But I talk to guys like Owen Schott. I talk to just a lot of people that have been coached and why people want to get coached and what they've learned through being coached. You just learn so much about yourself as an athlete when someone else is looking in. Um, Owen always uses the example of like a surgeon doesn't operate on himself. And I like that. But I, I, it's just the communication between you and a coach is so different. You're going to see things that you're not going to see on your own. I cannot even imagine if I had, I would be so far behind if I never linked up with Jason. Like just, yeah, I could have read all the books, but it's like, where do you place what? And when you haven't trained a lot, when you've only raced or trained for two to three years, you don't know what too much is before a race. Like, and you, it's hard to keep track of like what exactly worked for you, what didn't work for you. What was the taper that was good? What were the workout sessions that were the best? I don't know. I just, but I'm also, I don't know. Maybe I have a bias. I'm also huge into mentors for just life. And I think that's, you know, I think doing, doing things with others is way more effective than doing it on your own. I think it's actually probably been proven that teams are good. <laughs> um, yeah. Grasshopper. Keep going. Let's get to month four. Then year four, I mean, I still look back. I remember being at year three and being like, well, I didn't know anything at year one. Then at five, being like, well, I didn't know anything at year three. And then it just still keeps happening. And that's why fastest at 40 will definitely be a thing next year. I'm pumped. A few more races. Then we get back to lifting. And I'm going to be working on this endurance aerobic engine big time. Let's get it.